Yo, 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 good morning, Nashville. Good morning, Nashville. Man, peace to the city and peace to the planet. I feel like August, man, flew by us throughout the, uh, this month, man, but excited to be with you guys again. This is the Black Man Vent 2 Podcast. Good morning, Nashville. Have you heard a Black Man Vent today, man? Super excited to be with you guys on today. My name is Jonathan Davis. I go by Joomba. Nashville, my name is Leon Davis Jr. And I go by L Dog. And I'm just thankful to be here another day. Just had a birthday yesterday, man. And uh, it's just a blessing to be able to reach this milestone in my life. And um, I don't know how many days I got after this, but I know the days prior to this have been ups and downs. But at the end of the day, God has been good, man. So I'm glad to see another day, a bright, sunny day, bright, shiny day. Thankful for all that transpired on yesterday, but not only that. Thankful for all that transpired on Saturday, man. We uh, had a great day, met some uh, met some great people at the We Win Festival. So it's been a good weekend, man. So looking forward to a great weekend. It's starting out good because... Evidently, you're listening to the Black Men Ventu podcast, so you're already on point. Already on point, man, and we appreciate you guys again for being with us. Uh, definitely, again, man, shout out to Pops, man. It was his birthday on yesterday, August the 28th, man. So to our Black Men Ventu audience, make sure you shoot our co-host, man, a, a good message, man, just telling him happy birthday on today. He's 21 years old. We won't disclose his his, his age and his information on, on, on the broadcast today. But If you look at me, you can tell, but that's all right. I'll take the 21. Happy birthday again to Leon Davis Jr., man. We definitely love and appreciate him on the show. Let's get into it, Nashville, man. The body mass index of raw venting in a black man. Again, as Pop said, we want to thank the We Win Festival, man, for such a great event. We met so many different businesses, so many entrepreneurs, man, so many different people, not just black, you know, but black of all different races, creeds, and ethnicities, man. And we embrace that on the Black Man Venture Podcast. If you stay and stick with us throughout this episode, you'll hear a couple of different segments where we give shout outs to those businesses that showed us the support this past weekend at the We Win Festival. So, guys, let's get into it, man. We won't hold you guys long. Monday morning, we're here. New season, Nashville. New season is coming in the month of September. We moving and we rolling, man, for September. So, y'all, keep rolling with us, man. Sit in the passenger seat and let us drive. And just make sure, again, that y'all tune in each and every Monday at 11 a.m. to the Black Man Venture Podcast. Nashville, we've done 58 consecutive episodes each and every Monday, dating back to last year, August the 2nd, man. We pushing, and we hope that you guys are pushing with us. We praying. We hope that you guys are praying with us, and we grinding, and we hope that you guys are grinding with us. Let's get into the episode after the sponsorship segment break. Body Mass Index of Raw Venn and a Black Man with our special guest coming again after this segment break. Nashville, have you heard a Black Man Vent today? And just like that, man, just like that, Nashville, we're back. We're back, man. Good morning to you guys again. The body mass index of raw venting, as we mentioned in our introductory uh, segue, this is the last episode, Nashville, the last episode of our raw venting season. We hope you guys have enjoyed it. Um, it's been a great, great month, and we have truly, truly provided you guys with many guests that have given us raw venting on the Black Man Ventu podcast. Good morning to you guys again. Let's get into it, Nashville. We got a great guest, man, that's coming on to our podcast platform today. Old school is representing us, man. My yeah, pops man. finally got yeah. somebody on here, man. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's... I got two this month, man. I'm doing good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He finally got somebody on here, man, that's within within the age range, man, that's, that wants to talk. You know, I don't... We don't care if you if you, you're 18 or 88. You know, if you want to get on to the Black Men Venture Podcast, man, to share your story and your testimony, we welcome you on this show. And today we have an old school brother, Reverend Robert Collins, is joining us today. I am super excited to have him with us on our platform. He's a good friend of mine. I I, I miss him singing in the male chorus, you know, at church and uh, just enjoying that fellowship with him and the time that we had together. He's putting a lot of different nuggets in my head as a young man and has taught me a lot just during his time and our relationship. And I let Pops kind of chime in because he's a good friend again um, of his as well. Pops. Yeah, man. Yeah, Reverend Collins, man. I remember when he first came to our church, man, and he preached uh the first time I really noticed him, man, is when he preached at our pastor's uh, anniversary one year, man. 
and uh, he he threw down, man, and I was like, man, that's a different dude right there, man. The next thing I know, he joined our church, man, and we became friends, man. We, be, you know, we talked about church ministry, and we also talked, had many conversations about life, man. And I watched this dude, man, you know, have his ups and downs in life. But one thing about it, man, he's always cheerful, man. Mm-hmm. You can always find this brother cheerful, man. When you see him, man, he's always giving you an encouraging word. So I would dare to say that his his gift pack is probably, his encouragement is probably one of the things that God has asked him to do as far as his ministry is concerned. So mm-hmm. I'm super glad to have this brother on, man. And again, yep, got an old school dude, man. So, you know, <laughs> y'all young school brothers all these past previous seasons been getting it in so we we old school is gonna get it in today man so man i'm glad to have my brother man so uh glad just to glad here. to have you man yes glad sir to be yes, here you praise god for this ministry again to my both of my brothers uh here the davis family as a whole i love you so very very much mm-hmm. i am truly the reverend robert l collins jr mm-hmm. uh hometown is detroit michigan mm-hmm. uh i moved here in nashville in 1988 all right and i decided that if i'm going to preach about god i need least need to know about god yeah man so i made that sacrifice wife and three kids we came here pilgrims didn't have any relations with anybody or didn't know anybody but i knew the lord yes sir and so we came i matriculated at the american baptist college yes sir once graduating from there went to the uh, vanderbilt divinity school all right and did a master's of divinity and, and pastor the church Cedar Grove Church in Mount Juliet for 15 years and presently uh, I am the member of 14th Avenue Missionary Baptist Church pastor mm-hmm. Dr. Frank S. Gordon it's just just a blessing to be here uh, talking about us venting yeah man uh, yeah man I've, mm-hmm. I've had many experiences um, of people that needed to vent and I need to start off simply by uh, starting with the teaching ministry that I started with mm-hmm. uh, while pastoring, I was a special ed teacher. Mm-hmm. And I, mm-hmm. I had been to every school that Davidson County had. Mm-hmm. They called me a floater. Mm-hmm. And wherever Collins was needed, that's what they would send me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I remember a lot of times, a lot of students, those of you who are listening, um, don't be afraid uh, to tell somebody if you're being bullied. Man, come on, man. Um, come on, man. Go uh, to your teacher. If you can't go to your teacher, go to your pastor. Mm-hmm. If you can't go to your pastor, please tell your mama or your dad. Mm-hmm. Maybe you might have to call grandmama. Mm-hmm. But all I'm saying is don't rob yourself of telling what's going on with you mm-hmm. because there's a danger of bottling things that mm-hmm. needs to be brought out. I know you And right. again, I, I pray I God for right. this ministry to encourage uh, all of you who are listening today that whatever's on your mind, you need to vent it. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the worst enemies for a black man Come on is now. for him to bottle up situations. Mm-hmm. For instance, mm-hmm. um, I have a nephew who uh, has a son mm-hmm. and the mother is uh, keeping the son away from his dad. Wow. And he have a desire mm-hmm. that he wants to be a part of his son's life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so my uh, conversation with him was mm-hmm. that know that your son knows that you love him. Mm-hmm. You spend time since he's been in the world. Yeah. Know that he knows that you love him. Right. And that you're powerless against what a mother does. And for those mothers or fathers either or, we're not to use the children as whipping sticks. Come on now. In the relationship. Say that, Come on now. And, and that's Say going that. on. The reality, I want to be real, mm-hmm. is that sometimes uh, we use the children mm-hmm. as a whipping stick for the relationship in which we exist in. Yes, wow. and, and the children didn't give nobody permission for them to be in the world. Right. It was what you all done together right. that brought the child. So again, uh, I help him to uh, vent in a positive way, mm-hmm. in a nonviolent way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But be sure you have what we call a support system. Right. And the first support system, I think, for venting ought to be, should be, got to be, is your family. Mm -hmm. Come on, man. You should be able, somebody in the family, we hope and pray that mother and father would be 
the nucleus of that solution. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I gotta be real with you. Sometimes it's not that way mm-hmm. in certain households. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe you have to go down the street to auntie's house mm-hmm. or even sometimes your best friend. But what I am saying, you need a positive uh, uh, support system mm-hmm. that inventing you'll be able to vent in the right way without being arrested. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, you'll mm-hmm. be able to vent without causing bodily harm mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. venting is a very powerful uh, mechanism. Right. Uh, and if it's not done properly, it mm-hmm. can be very dangerous. Yes, sir. True. Yes, sir. So uh, for True. black men, my brothers and sisters, we're, we're, we're a dominant source of race. Mm-hmm. We're, we're conquerors. Yeah. We're, we're kings. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We're possessive, mm-hmm. and, and and in that and, and in that realm, uh, if anything that disturbs that, uh, we got to know how to vent to make it better. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, right. And because um, we're powerless, mm-hmm. and I say again, powerless. I'm powerless against certain situations and people. Mm-hmm. And so once you understand your powerlessness then you're able to find a means and ways to then vent for whatever's going on. So I, I praise God for the, for this ministry mm-hmm. of talking about venting. And you ask me now, I've said, well, what's on your mind today? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. This yes, day, sir. this hour, this mm-hmm. point. Yes, sir. And I would come back to say that families need to get a little closer. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. We need that... Um, closeness as we remember it back in the day with our parents Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, those Saturday nights getting up eating cereal watching Popeye Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) uh, going out to the park together Uh, families Mm -hmm. need because the family structure is being torn apart Come on, Mm -hmm. and there's all kind of variables we could be all dated to them and and, and I say that to send out no fault of anybody Mm -hmm. all I'm trying to say is that the reality is Mm -hmm. is that families are torn and we need to get back together Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. one thing I know that needs to happen is that sometimes we need to know when to make amends Mm-hmm. Uh, that helps mm-hmm. with the venting. Mm-hmm. If right. we learn how to make amends mm-hmm. and recognize that if mm-hmm. we said something in our venting or our action that wasn't, you know, it wasn't so good now. It wasn't right. that proper. Right. We ought to have the hearts or the guts, as the world would say, to say, I need to make amends to my brother. Or I need mm-hmm. to make amends to mama. I disrespected her house or so on and so on. And I think all of that would would will bring down the temperature mm-hmm. of me wanting to vent mm-hmm. something that's really on my mind. Yeah. yeah. So so yeah. it's like um if you don't take the garbage out, it's gonna smell in the house. True. Right. You got True. to right. take it out right. so other than that flies and maggots <laughs> and all other yeah, things yeah. will occur. Yeah. And that's yeah. the same thing right. yeah. that if a man if a black man does not vent yeah. properly yeah. Or, or go on like it's all right, eventually it's all going to come back. Right. But when it comes back, it comes back twofold, threefold, sometimes yeah. five times. Yeah. Worse than when it first started. Mm-hmm. So, uh, again, you know, I, 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 I'm barking about a support system. Yeah. That's the greatest mm-hmm. thing. Matter if a person, if you find yourself having a drinking problem, a drug mm-hmm. problem, mm-hmm. whatever your situation is, number one, do yourself no harm mm-hmm. and develop and seek and ask God for a support system. Somebody you can call and talk to yes. and vent in a positive way yes. and let them know where you are. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Let them know where you are. Don't be afraid to to, to, to share that if your life is messed up, tell somebody. Come on. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. That's the gift of venting. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. If you shake up a champagne bottle and leave the top on it, when you take that top off, it becomes a bullet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it becomes a yeah. bullet because yeah. of the tension of all that, that suds and stuff that had built up. And it wasn't able to escape. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And when you pop that top, it, it can become a weapon. 
so powerful when it comes up. And even when you just open up a champagne bottle without doing anything, it's always going to pop automatically. Mm -hmm. But what I'm trying to allude to the illustration is that when we don't bet, it's like uh, when a man makes wine, it ferments. Mm -hmm. And fermentation causes gases. Mm -hmm. And if if there's no release every once in a while in those gases, something to blow up. Man, Rem Connors, I'm, I want to unpack some of that stuff, man, because you, 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 you was on a roll. Yeah. I was going to let you keep going, but I was like, man, I, you, you, I, I want to put a pin yeah. on, on, yeah. on yeah. some I, of look, I was thinking too, but I didn't want to stop yeah. it, man. Yeah, yeah. he was moving, man. He was yeah. moving, man. But um, just to allude to the episode last week, you know, my boy Marcus, he came on and talked about happiness. And then you started your venting, if you will, talking about bullying. And then you mentioned the support system. I think it is so important, man. And I think we're losing just that alone, the support system factor. We were growing up as men. You know, when you fail, Reverend Collins, man, it hurt your knee, busted your knee. Your dad, man, told you, man, get back up, boy. You all right. You know, shake that off a little bit. You had that support system, but maybe in that support system, there was an emotional detachment. A lot of times, um, you know, black men either won't have the support system or they may have it but they may not have that emotional attachment if that makes sense man and i wanted Mm -hmm. to talk with you about that when you talk about a support system talk about how black men we have feelings and oftentimes i may know you know i'm not speaking for me but i may know my mom and dad is there i may know auntie's there best friend is there but i'm so messed up with trauma i'm so messed up from the bullying over the years the things that have happened my emotions are all over the place so i know the support system is there but oftentimes man as a black man you go through so much you suppress so much you talk about this champagne bottle man once it finally pops mm-hmm. that's why all those emotions man mm-hmm. pop all over the place and you have this so can we talk about in your in your in your, in your uh, venting session with the support system how hard it is for men to know that they have a support system but not be able to connect because of their own emotional barriers. Wow. Okay, and I got to start with the fact that when you said, when I fell down, mm-hmm. daddy said, boy, get on up, you're going to be all right. You mm-hmm. know, you, you, you grow, you're a growing man. Mm-hmm. But if I went to my mother, mm-hmm. she said, oh, baby, what's wrong? Come mm-hmm. here. She, she'd kiss it and that emo- she'd, yeah. she'd put yeah. something on it. Right. And, uh, <laughs> right. and say, baby, it's all right. right. So there's mm-hmm. a difference for uh, back in the day how dad looked at us and mm-hmm. i'm sure he didn't mean no harm because he his desire that we grew up to be strong men mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but but everybody's not made the same mm-hmm. today's episode of black men vent 2 is brought to you by nashville's party station 96.1 jams 96.1 jams between the hours of 10 a.m. and 3 p.m., you will hear the voice of Damon Ritchie. 96.1 Jams is a DR Global Media Group LLC station, Nashville's newest digital radio station, playing all of today's best hip-hop, R&B, pop, dance, and major throwbacks. Make sure to our BMVT audience that you guys check out 96.1 Jams and Damon Ritchie. Thank you. Let's get back into the episode. And so, uh, depending on the age, again, um, they, they you, you need that, that loving care. But let mm-hmm. even back up to mm-hmm. We gotta go to the schoolhouse. After mm. a child gets to kindergarten, it starts at kindergarten. Yeah. And I yeah. think, uh, you know, when I think back at my kindergarten teacher and mm-hmm. think back that they were really zeroed in on how making sure we come in the morning, how we looked. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. See, you could tell when somebody's catching something that's not uh, kosher or not good. Right, mm-hmm. right. But the issue is, does that other person who's in charge have an eye? Mm. for that mm-hmm. to see that something is wrong with Robert over there mm-hmm. he's sitting there with his hands on his uh, sh- uh, jaw mm-hmm. as though he done lost the world mm-hmm. so 
there got to be a awareness with our teachers. Mm -hmm. Teachers, uh, you know, teachers, and I praise God for every teacher. Yeah, man. Because they, they send rocket ships up and they yeah, need to pay yeah. the teachers more money. I know yeah. you're right. Uh, they, I without, know you're right. Turn your mind is a terrible thing to mm -hmm. waste. Mm -hmm. But I think uh, it has to start with somebody having a, a, a spiritual eye mm -hmm. as well as a humanity eye. Mm -hmm. And I say humanity eye just to know that if something is out of the norm, something is wrong over there. Mm -hmm. And it takes for us to be a spotter to say, wait a minute, something wrong. Right. But if we ignore it, that person don't know how to find that support right. system. Mm -hmm. right. But so so what, what right. needs to happen, I guess, again, is very difficult, very yeah. difficult. But what's got to happen and should happen mm -hmm. is that we need teachers or people in leadership role to have the kind of periscope mm -hmm. that will be able to look at an individual mm -hmm. and determine in some way that, hey, the, something is not quite right. Yeah. Either the way they talk mm -hmm. or the way their body language says, the human body is going to automatically without your without you saying so or nothing. If you're not getting enough sleep, the body say bump you. It's going to let you know. Mm -hmm. yeah. the, wheel. Right. the body right. has a way right. of doing what it does because mm -hmm. God fixed it that way. That's right. And so mm -hmm. there's something that will happen. Mm -hmm. uh, when I was teaching school, mm -hmm. uh, elementary, there was a young man there in the classroom mm -hmm. uh, that as soon as he got in the classroom, he would go to sleep. Mm. And I would just tap him a little bit and say, get up, little buddy, get up, little buddy, so he could do work. He'd get up and he'd hold a pencil. And I couldn't get to my desk and look back, and he's he done already started out. So I knew then that mm. something is wrong mm. for a child to come to school right in the morning and still want to sleep. Yeah. So right. when I when I took time out mm -hmm. to find out about his support system. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I come to find out that he was the one that got the kids up. He was the one that fixed wow, the breakfast. He was the one that wow. made sure their clothes was right. Yeah. He was the one that made sure they got out of school right. And then it came to, to him. him. Mm -hmm. Right. So right. then therefore, I in my way of teaching him, I gave him that space. Mm -hmm. I became mm -hmm. his support system. Right. I got it where he could take and get a nap mm -hmm. and then have enough time that he could be refreshed enough mm -hmm. to do some work wow. mm -hmm. and go to the next class and be called the day. Right. So every day right. he come in, yeah. I, I mean, had a sign mm -hmm. like that. He know what to do. <laughs> he go and he turn his desk mm -hmm. from the class. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I would tell the class, I said, don't worry about the chair being turned around. That's between me and him. Okay, mm -hmm. Mr. C, they didn't bother because they didn't go down for <laughs> and, I, uh, and I turned the seat around mm -hmm. so that when he rested, mm -hmm. I became his support system. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. That okay. made it better for you. Right. So again, right. try to answer that. It's very difficult, mm -hmm. but I think we need to have more family, teachers, people mm -hmm. in leadership role at the church yeah, yeah. to have yeah. a, 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 a spiritual and a humanity a humanity kind of periscope mm. that when you see people on a daily basis, mm -hmm. you look and say, oh, something wrong over mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They didn't used to do that when they come in. Yes, right. And so right. just, you know, walk up to them and say, God, how you doing? I love you so much. You know, mm -hmm. they want to talk about it. Then we can inquire. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then yeah. once you inquire, then you'll find what kind of support mm -hmm. they need. Wow. Of course, if they got a drinking problem, we would suggest it. AA. Mm -hmm. Narcotics a problem, we suggested Narcotics Anonymous. Mm -hmm. uh, domestic violence, we, we suggest a support group of, that deals with how to be kind and how to mm -hmm. know when you get angry. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, the body gives off uh, signs and for some of us, when we get angry, some people tighten their jaws mm. some people your hand might sweat mm -hmm. the body mm -hmm. does something mm -hmm. before the actual mad point get to the point yeah right and we call it red flags yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah. you need a support yeah. system mm -hmm. to help when the red flag shows up man, you think like you that. answered the question man like pops that. i'm gonna let you dive like in that. but um I you like answered that. the question well you know how many of us are aware 
of what's going on with yeah. these kids because yeah. you know Ram Collins so just dated it back to kindergarten yeah, man. which is honestly where it all starts at. Mm-hmm. Right. and see that, I'm, I'm glad you did that because that's what I was thinking but I want to stay with that same line of, of, of thought that we're on mm-hmm. and when I think about what you talked about you talked about how the church and how the family support and how the school support back when we was growing up they had a unity, man. Like if if something was going wrong at school, they could tell me, tell my mom and daddy, and my mom and daddy would correct that situation. Well, that I had the support, and some don't have it. But like you said, hopefully you got an auntie, grandmama, somebody to step in. But even the church, man, if they didn't have that, what we talking about at home, they had a enough connection at the church that you could tell somebody at the church, like you said, the pastor, and he would. Pull little, little dude to the side and see what's going on. But real, over the years, we've lost that man. We don't have the unity. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't have all those institutions coming together for the welfare of our children, man. So we got our children now that are in, that are in school and it's sad. Even with the teachers you talked about, they do deserve more money, man. Cause I got a niece that teaches right now, and she told me the other day that she has twenty five students. That's ungodly, man, for one, for person, one person to try to teach 25 young people. And you, and this is another thing. These young people, like you said, that young man responded to you and he was cool and everything. You got some kids now that's cussing teachers out and all this right. kind of thing, man. And right. then when they go home, then the parents side with the with the student, man. So right. there's a disconnect, real. So what caused or what has caused us to get to this place now where we have such a disconnect in our institution that was supposed to be there as the support for our young people. Okay. You know, I have to go back, thank God, baby boom and all like that. But, you know, um, I think what has happened to as black people and a great people mm-hmm. because the Bible calls us a, a holy nation. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Holy priesthood. Yes, sir. Uh, nobody ever told you or who's listening to this broadcast, you are somebody. That's you right. Know, in spite of you, in spite of you, mm-hmm. you're somebody in Christ. But let me say this. Um, as we look at generational, we find that um, our mom and dad, back when I was born, you know, they were in adult age. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of us was born and mother and father was 15, 16 years old. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but now as generational, we have really young mothers, mm, right. young mothers mm-hmm. right. and young daddies mm-hmm. uh, that whatever, how they were raised in the home, we done got to the point where some things are just not cute. Mm-hmm. I've seen parents with little kids uh, and say some things. Oh, that's so cute. Mm-hmm. No, it's not. Right, cute. right, right. Uh, mm-hmm. We get to the point where our children uh, is, is right here with me. That's my. That's this my. This my ace boom cool. My mm-hmm. son is my ace boom cool. Come on now, instead Talk, of man. me being daddy, daddy and yeah. your son. Yeah. Talk, man. So mm-hmm. I think that the size of the times is that. Uh, the the youthfulness of 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 us having children, mm-hmm. and and I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Please, young mothers, I love you. Mm-hmm. Young fathers, I love you. Mm-hmm. Please don't get it twisted. You are wonderful, mm-hmm. and if God bless you with a child, that gives you opportunity to set a plant a seed in that child. Mm-hmm. But the reality is. Is that when you're still young, you want to do young things. Right. And then the sacrifice right. of a child yes. calls for 150% mm. participation. Right. Right, real. Right. 150% right. participation yeah. from breakfast to nighty night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, and sir. then the whole point of who's going to be responsible in doing that agenda is both the father and the mother. Come on. And so that, that has to be unified. Yes. So I think a lot of variables are in place. Well, you got children that's raised. Uh, they'll roll up a blunt right in front of the children now. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm yeah. keeping real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep it yeah. real, though. Yeah. They, yeah. They, they HBO yeah. and your, your TV has on that control parental guidance. Right. But we don't take time to put parental guidance, and they're watching everything yeah. on there. Yeah. And, um, and so there's no separation. There was a time when my mother and father mm. got together. We was never around grown folks. 
Mm-hmm. We had to go outside. It was disrespectful, man. Right. Yeah. And we did that. We mm-hmm. stayed in our lane. Yes. Right. Uh, yes. The opportunity to grow. But now we're seeing a generation that is doing everything. Mm-hmm. From seven years old, they're mm-hmm. doing everything. Mm-hmm. Everything. Mm-hmm. So when the teacher comes in the classroom, mm-hmm. she's the B word. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's trying to give all her resources. And uh, and and we're 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 in a we're in a, a deep trench here. I mm-hmm. gotta be honest. It's mm-hmm. it's a lot of work to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, kids are going to juvenile. We got a lot of work to do, mm-hmm. and and it has to start at the house of God. Come on, man. Got to start there. Um, you know, the Lord gave us only one source. The only thing that's closest to heaven is the worship of God. Yeah, and uh, families need to get back. Family that prays together stays, stays together. together. Yes, sir. Uh, we got to get back. We have mm-hmm. no alternative. Mm-hmm. We got to get back uh, to becoming that support system. Yeah. yeah. That letting them know that our children know that no matter how wrong you are, mm-hmm. I still love you. That's right. Mm-hmm. No matter how many mistakes you've made, mm-hmm. I've made mistakes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Parents got to confess that you have not always been the right mom and daddy. True. Right, right. True and we that. all had our time that yeah. we was out there. Come on, real. All the way out there, yeah. down deep, down <laughs> deep. All the way out there. All the way down deep. <laughs> yeah. I'm talking about deep water. Deep, deep, yeah. <laughs> yeah, where white sharks are. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and I tell yeah. you, so uh, I'm first to tell you that, you know, uh, we need to get back to where we need to be. Mm-hmm. And it, it, there's hope. Mm-hmm. There is hope. There is hope. Whoever listens to this podcast, mm-hmm. there is hope. Mm-hmm. Lift up your head, oh ye gate. gate. Yes, sir. Be lifted up, you everlasting doors. And I got news for you. There's a savior that will come in with you in the midst of where you seem like you can't fit. Mm-hmm. You can talk to him. I know you're right. You know, go in your closet. If if you if you feel isolated. Go to your closet and have a talk with God. If you can't talk to your parents or nobody's around, you got somebody you can talk to. Mm-hmm. And I would highly suggest that everybody listen to the sound of my voice. Please, sir, please, ma'am, get in somebody's church. Yeah. Find your spiritual leader as yes. a support system. Right. Uh, uh, I, I found great support uh, at the Parks and Recreation Center. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh I went to the, the first place I met Jesus Christ was at the Parks and Recreation. Come on, Center, man. Not at the church. Mm-hmm. I heard my pastor preaching mm-hmm. in kindergarten and so forth. Mama sent us to Sunday school. Mm-hmm. But where I met the Lord yeah. was at the Parks and Recreation. Come on, man. Where you can hear the boys upstairs shooting the hoop. Right, right, right. And yeah, right. Uh, there was right. a man that had a little supportive piano. Mm-hmm. He set the piano up and we had Bible class. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's why mm-hmm. I met Jesus at the Parks and Recreation Center. Wow. Right. So he's anywhere he can be found. Mm-hmm. And so uh, my brothers and sisters, listen, number one, uh, don't bottle up what's going on in your situation. Mm-hmm. Find somebody to talk to. Mm-hmm. Find somebody that's positive. Yeah. Yeah. To talk to. Somebody that's not sitting there smoking something that I'm talking about mm-hmm. and then trying to give you a word of encouragement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Talk to somebody that's clean and sober. Mm-hmm. Talk to somebody that will hear you out and will accept you for who you are. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and try to find that support system. They're there. Yes, mm-hmm. sir. They're there. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is take time and find them. Yes. Guys, let's make sure we uh tap in, man, to so far it's been a great episode, man. Make yeah, sure you man. guys are tuning in, yeah. man. Reverend Robert Collins. This is the Body Mass Index of Raw Venon. In a black man with our special guest again. Let's get into a commercial break. We're going to give Reverend Collins some time to get some water under him, and we'll get right back into the content for the day. Nashville, have you heard a black man bent today? Today's episode of Black Man Vent 2 is brought to you by P.E. Royalty, LLC. P.E. Royalty, LLC, was established in 2019. Our passion for helping people in our community and beyond is our number one priority. I make the events in my clients' lives be as memorable and enjoyable as possible. Through strategic partnerships formed over time, I've learned flexibility and accommodation. Each and every client's unique needs and preferences are important. 
our dedication in helping the community and showing love to everyone is a warm hug to our soul. Being an advocate for childhood cancer makes life worth living. So we try to bring awareness, show joy, and share love, allowing everyone to see the good in themselves, to know that being different is okay. Believing in hope, staying brave, and shining bright is what we try to achieve with our community. I hope you'll be honored in joining our family. We stick together and accept everyone and our products stand for who we are and you won't regret it. PE Royalty LLC is ran by Fatima and her daughter, Princess Elena. Black Men Ventu got the chance to meet Princess Elena, a young seven-year-old girl who has been taking chemo for six years, living in hospitals, getting needles, and going through pain and tears. Her story is inspiring, and Black Men Ventu wants to honor Princess Elena and her mom, Fatima, and again, show love to P.E. Royalty, LLC. Thank you, and let's get back to the episode. Just like that, Nashville, man, we're back. We're back. Good morning to you guys again. If you're just now joining us, man, we're in the last episode, guys, of our season titled Raw Vin. Yeah, it's been been an interesting (laughs) month, man. So uh, make sure y'all go back, man, and listen to some of the other episodes we got for this month. But today, Body Mass Index of Raw Vin with, again, Reverend Robert Collins. We have him on the Raw Vin season. Let's get back into the content. Nashville, have you heard a black man Vin today, Pop? Yeah, yeah, real, man. I, I was thinking about some stuff, man, before we uh, got into the uh, commercial break. And we were talking about the support system and all that, man. Since the young mothers and young fathers are the ones that's coming up behind us, real. You know, when me and you was growing up, we had the old mothers, man, that sit off in the corner, man, the old deacons over in the corner, man. And we had people in our families, man, great grandmamas and all that type of stuff. But now with this, with, with everything being so young, where are we going to get our wisdom from? Because, you know, that's what we that's what we got our wisdom from. You sit down and you talk to granddaddy, man, for 30 minutes while he whittling some stuff with a, with a knife, man. Or you sit down and talk to grandma while she in the kitchen getting dinner ready, man. That's where you start gaining that wisdom from, man. So how are I, where, where will our young people, man, get their wisdom from? Because sometimes they don't want to accept it from us, you know what I'm saying? So how do, how they going to get it, man? Because they so stuck on all these outlets and all these mediums, man. So where are they going to gain their wisdom from, man? Because we need that, man. Okay. Uh, I think um, what young people are crying out today for Number one is to be accepted. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Um, uh, they, they've heard us or older people say, here they come with all that noise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you know, the music could, the, the lyrics to music can't be a little cleaner. And right. We got some brothers that, uh, you know, talk the talk and, and they do have on their parental, uh, they do have warnings on there. Mm-hmm. But there's, uh, for people who old enough for that mm-hmm. and young people are not to get it but that's mm-hmm. not really the rule of thumb they get a hold of this stuff mm-hmm. and uh, I think I think number one is that young people need to know that you're willing to accept them mm-hmm. if they if they feel that uh, that you intimidate that they intimidate you or feel that they know where he gonna listen to me because mm-hmm. You know, because of who I am. But once we accept young people for who they are, mm-hmm. I think we can gain their attention. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you gain that young person's attention, then you gain their heart and their mind. Mm-hmm. They're willing to talk to you. They're yes. willing to open up to you. Uh, and that's just a matter of just letting them vent. Mm-hmm. You right. know, uh, come here, girl. Uh, and uh, I don't know Gerald, just that's the name I'm using. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
yeah, Gerald, listen, um, how you been doing? Mm-hmm. Well, I've been doing all right with my college. That's good, man. But it just seem like things ain't going well with you. You got a minute? You just want to, I just want to listen. Whatever you, whatever you want to say, mm-hmm. I'm here to listen. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is. For real? Yeah, whatever it is. I don't care what it is. I'm just gonna sit here. I ain't got no comments after it. I ain't here to correct you. Yeah, yeah. I'm just here yeah. to hear what you have to say. Mm-hmm. And once we get to that point, yeah, we have to win them over. Simply because our young people now growing up, they're so aggressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. Yeah, true so that. aggressive. True that. And and their their attention span is short. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. very short. Mm-hmm. So it don't take much. For them to, oh, he ain't got time to walk off and, right. and never and never talk no more. Right. So we gotta have a a, 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 a come as you are spirit. Mm. No matter what what you know, no matter what, come come holler at me. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to know what's up. You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. Uh, what's the, what's the latest song out? You right, know? right, right, right. What, what Snoop Dogg got out? I want to hear. Oh, because you know Snoop Dogg new one. I got it right here. Boom! Mm-hmm. I got him right there mm-hmm. because I'm willing to be interested yeah. in what they're interested in. True. We have to show True. that we're interested, True. no matter how we gauge mm-hmm. from our perspective. Mm-hmm. We have to have empathy and say, it's "Okay, here we go. Mm-hmm. Set me up." Mm-hmm. And so, like for Vicky and I, mm-hmm. as we with young Mary Young mm-hmm. and start having our children, we did young people stuff, mm-hmm. me and her. Mm-hmm. At the same time, we uh, made sure that whatever they were doing, we did it too. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever mm-hmm. music, mm-hmm. we danced to it too. Right, 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 right. To let them know that, listen, where you at now, you ain't, you ain't all out of bounds. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and so I think when this time in 2022, mm-hmm. um, from my experience of being around young people, being Uncle Robert and and being a grandfather as well, I think it's a point of showing that, hey, I'm interested in you, mm-hmm. no mm-hmm. matter what, mm-hmm. no matter what you've done, mm-hmm. I'm interested in you. Mm-hmm. I care about you. Yes. And if you want, and this is the part, we got to ask permission. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Right. You know, right. not demand anything. True. But ask permission. Can I have your permission that you let me into your world? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm asking right. for permission now. Right. So mm-hmm. I'm showing all the kindness that I can muster up. Yeah. Right. To say, even though I'm daddy's age and you my son or you my daughter or you my niece, I'm asking permission. If it's all right with you, mm-hmm. can we have a can we talk about something? Or maybe let's go get an ice cream and talk about it. Mm-hmm. Or whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. Whatever it takes to get on the inside. Yeah, yeah right, 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 right. Yeah, right. And right. not on the outside. Because mm-hmm. we can always put masks on. Mm-hmm. To show what's really we're about. Yes. Mm-hmm. When all the time there's something on the in, on the on the altar. Say the heart, the altar of my heart or the altar of my mind. Yeah. That I need. Event. I need to get this out because it's giving me headaches. Yes, yes. I can't sleep at night. I need to tell somebody what's going on. Maybe mm-hmm. it's something nobody seen me do, right. but God seen me do it, and my consciousness is killing me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I need to vent that. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think the biggest thing that you you're touching on with this generational gap is in order to have a relationship, you gotta have you gotta be able to relate. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's 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 a key word True. in that word, you know. True. And I think you you mentioned it when you talk about you know little Gerald. You know he may know a Snoop Dogg song or a, a song of the latest rapper. And in order for you to really reach the heart and mind of that little boy, man, let, let's let, let's tap into that song for a little minute. It might have some cussing in it, but man, let's 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 steer around it for a minute and really find out the bigger cause. I mean, what what music nowadays that kids are listening to that that is not vulgar. That has some type of, but the point I'm trying to make is you you you're making that effort to meet them where they are. True, you know what I mean. True. And, and you mentioned that just because you're accepting a kid for who they are, that don't mean you have to accept everything that they do. 
Right. You can accept a child for who he is, who she is, but you don't necessarily have to accept everything that they do because a child does not know right from wrong. And if they do, you know, they may need some tweaking. You know, what car don't need a, a tune-up or oil change every now and then? We all do. But I think the biggest thing that you mentioned, the Rev, is, and that's the gap, man, is, is just getting you guys' generation to relate to ours you know that's that's the biggest thing man because it's different it's a big difference that's where the gap comes in at. Yeah. you know what i'm saying i mean i mean my mom and my dad they had their kind of music that they listened to right. cab calloway mm-hmm. yeah yeah, uh, yeah count basie they had mm-hmm. their mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. billy holiday mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. they had theirs and then when i come along i got the cool in the gang you yeah, know, yeah, so yeah. Ohio players yeah, yeah, yeah. tight yeah yeah
just a vision the Lord gave me. And I hope he's not angry with me because I couldn't quite complete it. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I had I had a, a a young man that I taught it was my first job as a teacher. Mm-hmm. It was a special ed. Mm-hmm. And uh, on the east side. Mm-hmm. And uh, the little fella was a mathematician. Mm-hmm. Give him some numbers he worked with. Mm-hmm. Special. Mm-hmm. And uh, as to fast forward, uh, he ended up getting in some trouble. He mm-hmm. served a lot of years in wow. penitentiary. Wow. But when he got out and I found out and, and was looking for I was looking for him. Mm-hmm. And I finally found him. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, you talking about a hub there, man. I that was that's my boy. Right. And um so I we stayed in the, over the projects, whatever. And so uh I went over, they all hung out at a, at the tree. Mm-hmm. And so he told me, he said, Mr. C, that was my name at school, Mr. C. Mm-hmm. Um he said, I said, Yeah, he said, You come tomorrow. I got a surprise for you. So when I come up the next day, he brought some more students that I had taught mm. that was in the same class. Wow. Mm. Wow. And man, I had some more hugs to give, you know, <laughs> up mm. under that tree. Yeah, mm. man. You know, and yeah, so man. my desire was to uh, take time to, uh, on a Sunday evening or something, had a boy say, you said, we're going to meet at the tree. I'm not going to ask you what you into right now. Mm-hmm. I ain't going to do I said, only thing I want to do is be the quicker picker up. Mm-hmm. I said, see me as bounty tissue. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, the quicker picker up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just need y'all just to share me where you are. Yeah. You want to share that you got some children. Yeah, mm-hmm. you whatever. Mm-hmm. Whatever you want to bring up under the tree. Yeah, man. I'm here to, to absorb it. Man. Right. And I said, I ain't here to correct nobody. I said, yeah. I'm just one of Today's episode of Black Men Vent 2 is brought to you by Mama D's Baked Mac and Cheese. Man, let me tell y'all something about this restaurant right here. Located in Spring Hill, Tennessee, but Black Men Vent 2 got a chance to partner up with Mama D's Baked Mac and Cheese during the We Win Festival this past weekend. Again, you can find Mama D's Baked Mac and Cheese in Spring Hill, Tennessee. Their address, 5075 Main Street, Spring Hill, Tennessee, 37174. It is the mac and cheese that will make you say please. Mac and cheese is so good, it'll make you slap your mama. But we can't let you slap Mama D. Make sure y'all check in, tap in, show some love, and put a fork in Mama D's baked mac and cheese. Thank you. Let's get back into the episode. And so, so what happens is when you do that, that opens that freeway mm-hmm. to say, mm-hmm. wow, I mm-hmm. can share something. Mm-hmm. Even if he don't do it with everybody around, but mm-hmm. when I get ready to leave, he'll come up to the car. Pull you to the side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to holler at you. Right, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. But as long as what we got to do nowadays, this day, 2022, mm-hmm. we got to find a means and ways to get in that world. Man, mm-hmm. and I'm just listening to you, mm-hmm. man. That's basically how this podcast got started. Right. I used right. to have a young man, some of his friends, to meet me at the house and we would talk about just life and i wanted to share my experiences with them but i also wanted to learn from them you know and we just went back and forth and we did that a cute couple times but long story short then we ended up right here but that's where it started from what you was trying to do mm-hmm. now what you just said we as black men and even my son and i I'm, and i'm had to challenge myself too we got to do better man when we See the things that you're talking about. Something is out of tack, out of whack, but God has placed that certain person in our pathway. We got to do better at being mentors, man, because that sounds like what what you was doing. Mm. You was being a mentor, man, Mm. and God expects us, he said, make disciples. He expects us to mentor somebody in this lifetime in which we live, man. So we all got to do better, man, as black men who somewhat have things under control and we see a situation like you talked about uh, uh gerald or whatever or the young man that had had the issues and you met him under the tree just like you said earlier we got to meet them where they are 
I challenge black men to become open to being mentors, man. Being mentors. And you ain't got, I think what scares us, man, is when we say mentor, you think about having a classroom full of dudes. Yeah, no, just yeah. one dude, Doing that on man. the stage Might front just mentor one dude, yeah. man, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I think when we say mentor, they're like, oh, man, I can't talk to nobody. Yeah. No, yeah. just talking to one dude, like yeah. you saying, relating to this right. one cat, man, and you just never know how that seed would pass on to spread another, you know, mm-hmm. affect another seed, man. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a mm-hmm. challenge for us all, man, who's listening to this today and even us at this table, man, mm-hmm. is to be open to mentor somebody, man. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Reverend Collins, man, again, just want to thank you, man, for coming on. I wanted to ask you, um, question came up uh, during the commercial break. If you were to put uh, social media uh, back in the hands of that young Detroit boy, walking them sidewalks, hollering at all the ladies, that that type of thing, man, and just doing what you did in your young age. If you was to put social media back in that era, how would it have changed your life, you think? Because again, man, social media has been used for good and for bad. We've seen it over the course of the last decade or so that, you know, Facebook and Instagram, all these different tools uh, that can be resources, again, for good. But then in some cases, man, it's robbing the mental of some of these kids, man, that's seeing these celebrities live these lifestyles. And and a lot of times, social media is only just a highlight reel. You know, you're not seeing the sports center not top 10. You're seeing the sports center top 10. All of the celebrations and stuff like this. So to wrap the question back around, man, how would social media have impacted your life as a young boy coming out of Detroit? Well, let me say this. Um, when I go to the TV, okay, mm-hmm. uh, when the 11 o'clock news would be ready to come on at 11 o'clock, mm-hmm. they would ask a question. Do you know where your children are? Mm. <laughs> I remember that, man. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he right there. You used to say that on yeah. TV, man. Y'all know I don't know. <laughs> I don't know nothing about that, man. Yeah. <laughs> the news. Come on. Before the news, uh-huh. whatever news, bad news, good news, whatever news, before it, they they come to the mic and show the news. Uh-huh. They ask the question, "Do you know where your children are?" Mm-hmm. Uh, that's how I was raised with that. Mm-hmm. Then, when I go to the media as the radio station, mm-hmm. the one of uh, the first name black station that we had was WCHP, mm-hmm. and that was what a soul station, and I. We had a friend that lived in our community, was raised like his name was Butterball, Wade Bridge Jr. Mm-hmm. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, he was always mentioning and calling people in the community, you know, when he broadcast, you know, mm-hmm. hope everything is doing fine. And, and uh, had, you know, kept the family together and, you know, talked positive things and always, you know, the media when I was raised in Detroit, mm-hmm. uh, they would, you know, always offer uh, how you can sign up for this and if your family is needed that, you know, so it was very informative mm-hmm. when I was raised in the city of Detroit, even though, you know, everybody, when they think of Detroit, like, woo, you yeah. know, with mm-hmm. but it, it was the Motor City. It was, you know, where people from the South migrated there mm-hmm. for the uh, car industry, mm-hmm. uh, Ford Motor Company, so forth, so on. Mm-hmm. And, um, and uh, it was a thing whereby, uh, it was it was a it was a growing metropolis for the black people black right. people in Detroit right, uh, right. and uh, social media like I said again it, it was very positive mm-hmm. uh, I, I mean every time either either you, it had you dancing mm-hmm. or it would grab your attention about something that's about to happen mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Uh, even with the TV as well as the radio mm-hmm. the social media as it, as it was uh, it, it was good for as far as I'm concerned mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. at that time but if mm-hmm. If I if I knew what I know now mm-hmm. and used it back then, right? Uh, right. Oh man, it, it could have been even some greater things done. Yeah. To for the community of, of, of teenagers growing up, right? Right. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, for teenagers growing up, but we had a, we had a program. Uh, Detroit had a program where uh, during the summertime, summer mm-hmm. vacation, mm-hmm. we was out of school. They had employment. DYP, it was called DYP Duke. PD mm-hmm. or something like that. Mm-hmm. What it is, 
we would gather we would clean up lots and stuff like that mm. and we got paid mm-hmm. so we had mm-hmm. they had uh, ways to make money and once we clean off a lot they would bring a band out there mm-hmm. and have refreshments we'd dance to the band and everything <laughs> yeah. clean yeah. up the area you yeah. Know? Yeah, right. yeah. that we yeah we did this right yeah, yeah. and yeah. we was proud of the city of detroit young people were mm-hmm. were doing things and the city was paying us and rewarding yeah. us mm-hmm. so uh Again, you know, I think for the city of Nashville, mm-hmm. uh, you know, good. They got park, they got apartments being built and all other things. But at the same time, I told the mayor, please don't forget about Grandmama. Mm-hmm. Make sure yeah, she got man. a place to rest. Yeah, her head, yeah man. You yeah. know, in the midst yeah. of all this growth and, yes, and housing, make yeah. sure Grandmama got a place because she done paid her dues. Make sure mm-hmm. that there's uh, things available. Uh, where young people can be a part. And I think mm-hmm. city's done well, but I mean, just being sure that they stay on top of that yeah. because idleness is the devil workshop. Yeah, man. And mm-hmm. uh, and if you don't give young people some some positive challenges, then they'll find their own. Yeah, they'll yeah. find their own. So and Sometimes true. they definitely yeah. don't find the right one. So right. true. So right. media was good. right. Yeah, right. Yeah, and I, I think like you said, man. And, and you know you alluded to uh, TV and radio back in your day man how it was used and how we and uh, Jonathan said that media can be used in a positive way that's true man and we gotta be just making sure that we're advocates of the positive lane mm-hmm. because there's enough negative out there that we ain't gotta worry about it and you know that's the strange thing about trying to trying to just be positive and walk up trying to be a light in this world man that it takes some effort man it mm-hmm. takes some effort man and, and it mm-hmm. takes some uh the word you used earlier, man, I want to ask you about that. You said it takes sacrifice. So why uh, do we live in a society, man, where people are really not willing to sacrifice because it's all about self? They so ain't I'm got not, time. I, oh, there it is. I ain't got time. Mm-hmm. I ain't got time to deal with Junebug. <laughs> Let somebody look good. Go on over there with your grandmama or something. I ain't got time. Mm-hmm. But Junebug needs you. Mm-hmm. He came to you. Right. Right. You got something that he needs to hear. Right. So uh, I think we do. We are living in a society that you get yours, mm-hmm. and I'll get I'll mine. Get and and like I say again, if we don't get to open up that humanitarian periscope mm-hmm. and take note of my brother or my sister next to me, mm-hmm. no matter where it may be. Mm-hmm. That body language is going to tell you when something ain't right. 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 If you got love of Christ in your heart, if you just got love, then you're going to be, it's going to be real to you mm-hmm. about that person. If you care for that person, mm-hmm. you will know that something is not right. Why do we hold back? Well, sometimes we hold back, I feel, is because we don't want to deal with pain anymore. Yeah. Everybody That's got deep. pain in Man, their yes, life. Sir. Yes, sir. Real. And some people says, Real. I don't yeah. want to deal with no more pain because yeah. I'm just coming out of some pain. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. right now, I ain't yeah. ready for no more pain. Mm. So if we don't have uh, mm. something uh, as a support system, something where, like you say, my battery needs to boost, needs yeah, to charge. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They put it on the charger, let mm-hmm. it let it charge yeah. up. Mm-hmm. If right. I don't have something that'll charge me up yeah. to help me get revitalized, to find mm-hmm. some, you know, some spinach like Popeye, yeah, yeah. spinach. Yeah. He became right. strong and beat up Brutus. Yeah. I mean, I got yeah. it. I need me some spinach. Yeah. I need yeah. something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No kryptonite now. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Kryptonite right. ain't good for Superman. Yeah, that's yeah. right. But, <laughs> but if Superman hits, gets to the sun, yeah. the sun yeah. gave him strength. Yes, yeah. So we need to find a means and ways where we can find that get ourselves re-energized that yeah. little bunny that he just keep on going and yeah. i need that stuff that bunny got yeah that <laughs> keep me going yeah. so that i can endure what my brother is going through yeah. wow. and, and i leave room for people that you if you add some pain in your life mm-hmm. easy does it yeah. you need you need to be uh uh, uh tend to mm-hmm. you know what they tell you in the airport when you get on the plane, mm-hmm. when it comes down to that mask, mm-hmm. they say put your mask on first, mm-hmm. and then if somebody, and then and help then the person help next, the person uh-huh. next, uh-huh. To, you. next yeah. to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. you know, yeah. put your mask on, and then try to help the person next to you. Yeah, 
Yes, sir. I right. like that. Right. Like that's that. that's that's the that's a bit that's a real good way to put it. You know, I I didn't I done been on planes before, man, and I I, I go to sleep before yeah. they even get to that part. Really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But somebody man. put you feeling putting something on your nose. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> that's right, man. Yeah. Get in trouble, you yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> man, we want to thank Reverend Collins, man, man. Yeah, uh, man. Reverend Robert thank Collins you, for thank joining you, us on our platform, Rev, man. As we always do, man, we give. Um, you know, this opportunity to our guests leave our guests, leave our audience, man, whomever you may share this platform with. One last bit of advice, man, that you can give to a black brother that's listening to this podcast right now, man. A good two to three minutes, man. One good bit of advice that you can give a brother. Mm-hmm. Number one, mm-hmm. don't hold back what you need to say. Mm-hmm. Once you find out what you need to say, secondly, be sure if it's something that makes you angry, mm. take a time out before mm. you vent it. Mm. Go in the bathroom, mm. holler, whatever mm. you need to do. Go in your car, holler, mm. you know, whatever. Do what you have to do so you can simmer down. Mm-hmm. And then if someone has uh, disrespected you mm-hmm. or you felt that you were disrespected, mm-hmm. be sure that you want to be sure that you go in the right manner to vent. Yes, sir. Uh, There's a thin line between sanity and insanity. Mm -hmm. And so you want to be sure Mm -hmm. that whatever's going on with you, know your body. Your body will let you know if what you need to vent will anger you. Mm -hmm. Because there's just a couple of signs I may mention. Mm -hmm. Your hand will sweat. Mm -hmm. You'll grit your teeth. you ball your fists up real tight. Mm-hmm. Dock down your jaws. We all do different things mm-hmm. right. before we bend. Right. So when those body signs, which are called red flags, happen, mm-hmm. my suggestion is you go somewhere, put on your favorite record. Do something that will calm you down to prepare yourself that you'll be able to vent as a strong black man, mm-hmm. that's without any bodily harm, mm-hmm. but yet at the same same time, that will help you bring you to the place that you need to be so that your life can be productive. Man, man. great advice. I love it. I great love it, advice, man. man. Nashville, man, it's been another great, great episode, advice. man. We are wrapping up the raw venting season, and Reverend Collins, man, definitely put the icing on the cake. Yeah. With this one, man, we want to thank him, man, for joining us on the Black Man Venture yeah. Podcast. Yeah, hey, real. I appreciate you, you man. man. I appreciate mm-hmm. you coming on representing the old school with that yeah. wisdom, man, mm-hmm. and, and just giving us a lot of nuggets, man, that hopefully anybody that heard this today or will hear it in the future, man, will take some of these nuggets, man, and just use them. And if you don't use them, pass them on, man. Yeah. Pass them on to somebody else. So, yeah. it's a wrap, man. And as I always say, man, at the end of every show, real. It's a wrap. Until next week, black man, don't get trapped. It is what it is. It ain't what it ain't. You can do what you can, and you can't with what you can't. This has been a, another season and another episode of the Black Man Ventu Podcast. Tune in next month, yeah. Nashville, new season that we're getting into, man, and that'll be forthcoming right here again on the Black Man Ventu Podcast. Nashville, have you heard a black man vent today? <laughs>